1: everybody i'm so glad you are here uh i'm super excited to introduce both my guests today before i get to that let me just ask you have you been here before to Mary in is this your first time well if it is you are in store for practice depth hopefully some laughs some fun we we love to support you Attracting and creating healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationships, starting with self. <coughs> who am I? That's the big universal question because if we don't know who we are, we're adding all this stuff to somebody that it really has no use for, <laughs> which becomes apparent the longer we're on the journey. So you are in the right place. If you're back again, we're so glad you're with us again and again. We just love your support. Uh, 11 years this month we've been bringing you Marianne Live and these amazing guests and authors and healers and teachers uh, here for you to support you. One of the things we've done traditionally for many years is at the top of the hour is to put into practice all of those ideas and thoughts and information that we've gathered. And What we'd like to do here is turn our attention inwards from the exterior, the external, just dropping in to the self the easy way we like to invite you to do that here is just to find your breath to notice where your breath is how your breath is breathing you you might immediately find comfort i don't know about you but my shoulders just drop away from my ear legs just letting go For some of you, bringing attention to your breath can be activating. It may not be comfortable. We're just noticing what's here, what's here right now. And how can I take my will, my attention, and maybe deepen my breath, no matter what's happening, to find some way to just settle and arrive? It's a gift that you get to give yourself. A conscious moment of just slowing down and arriving. Getting present so we can receive Meg and Avery's presence. Yeah. There you go. And as you're working on that, cultivating that presence, another really beautiful practice that's very popular and not always... um, not always talked about in a way that doesn't seem like it's a cliché, but it's cultivating an attitude of gratitude. And the way I like to do that is invite you to find a portal. The question, the inquiry question I might ask you is, who helped you do what you're doing right now? Right? Who helped you write that book? <laughs> who, helped you? who helped you make your breakfast? The, what the clothes that you're wearing, the electronic device that you're holding, pick anything and sincerely inquire all the people, all the other beings that helped make it possible for you to do and be who you're being. And boy, the gratitude starts to expand. And it's not an easy thing to be grateful for a lot of us. We feel overwhelmed, inundated with emotion, feeling, uh, responsibilities. Our thoughts can be just a swarm of beehives that we're constantly fighting. So honing your attention here is a beautiful gift and a gorgeous practice, very effective. So while you're going down your list of folks who make it possible for you to do what you're doing, <clears throat> I'm going to go down my short list. I have a very long list. I, I can take up the whole show every Tuesday with that. But our headliners are our honorary speaker at the global level, the OneWorldChildrensFund.org if you're online, Uniting People to Improve the Lives of Children Affected by Poverty. At the national level, we're sponsored by the National Action Organization, committed to changing the way our culture values each other. 100% of, 100% of their uh, funding goes to programming just like this. And at the local level, the Open Secret Bookstore in San Rafael, California, they've got the latest in meditation and revelation, I like to say. Um, I spent a lot of time in that bookstore. I tell you, I love books. Love me some books. That's why we're here today. So grateful. I think I think many of my deepest and true friends were people who had passed and who had written books. Um, I don't know about you. A lot of you were tuning in. You love the written word. You like to hold the book, smell the book, feel the book. And today, on that note, it's a great transition point in the in the note of gratitude. I'm going to invite you to um, meet a couple of folks today who are devoted to awakening, to deciphering who am I, who am I not, and And really unpacking that, uh, looking under the hood, I like to say, courageously questioning the mind, uh, exploring the soul. Uh, Meg and Avery are here today. Meg, Simone, and Avery, who's a, a spiritual teacher, have written a book together. It's a very unique compilation they've come forward with. A woman on a quest to awaken found a spiritual teacher called Avery and... You're going to meet them both today and hear their remarkable story of awakening. I, I get goosebumps just thinking about it. You know, we we really do fumble along trying to follow the breadcrumbs, and Meg has done so successfully and articulately, and, and Avery is going to share uh, his wisdom as well together. And they're joining us right now. We're so glad to have you both here on the show. Thanks for joining us. Uh, We're
2: so excited to be here. Thank you. It's been a long journey. It has been a very long journey.
1: Yes, yes, it has. And I'd like to just say briefly, um, Meg and I met uh, in one of her chapters uh, about horses. It it highlights the the place that we met years ago. And I just have to say on a personal note, Meg, how proud and radiant I feel inside knowing that you've um, really taken that courage and decided to share it with the rest of us. It's a beautiful gift that you're offering. Oh,
2: thank you. Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) Yes. So please, let's start. Well, let me introduce Avery as well. Hi, Avery. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing well today. Thank you. Okay. Um, We're glad you're here as well and excited to be sharing this adventure with you today. Yeah, just wanted folks to hear your voice. Let's start with you, Meg, Uh, talking about... You know, so many of us, particularly during this time on the planet, we're like, I, I don't even have time to to hone in on my personal desires, uh, how to materialize my heart, my dream, you know, all of that stuff. It feels like there's been the kibosh has been put on that, given what's happening in the Western culture in particular. And I know folks are listening all over the world. So your version of this, you know, feel your way into this story. But it seems like that truth is harder to access, that our dreams aren't as clear, Um, uh, a lot of fear in the air, a lot of pressure to survive going on, Uh, more so than ever, at least, you know, I can look throughout history and I I can't say for sure that if I lived in the Roman times that would be truer, (laughs) but it, it seems right now that's true. How is it that you found the crack? Where did the crack come? How did you find your way through and to the other side. Can you tell us about when that happened, your first
2: recollection? Well, um, it actually happened not so long ago, probably seven or eight years ago. Um, I had suffered from some pretty severe anxiety most of my life, and um, I pushed myself very hard because I knew that uh, I was rewarded when I was growing up by being successful and being good. And so the pressure that I put on myself was so immense that um, I moved up the corporate ladder. I became a corporate officer. But the, the stress of doing that job was so overwhelming that I, I had a panic attack. I, uh, the second day of, of my, my job, um, I was introduced and I got up and walked out and drove home. I mean, it was just, it was overwhelming. And I knew that the fear and uh, the anxiety had to be addressed some way. I, I just was not going to live my life that way anymore. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I hit it really well until somebody um, who knew me, but we didn't get together often, said to me, I think you should talk to this man named Avery. And I said, well, who is he? And she said, well, he's just somebody that understands life and could probably help you. And she didn't go into a lot of detail. She didn't want to explain him to me much. She just said, think about it. And I said, okay. And about a year went by, and she asked me again, hey, are you interested in talking to this man, Adrian <laughs> By that time, I, I just thought, you know what? I've tried so many things. I've got to try this. And so I said, yes, give me his number. And I called, and we had our first meeting, and it was nothing like what I was expecting. He he doesn't look, act, behave, or uh, <laughs> anywhere near anyone I've ever met. Um, and his first words to me in that first conversation was, why do you worry? You realize you're not that body sitting there, right? And, of course, I knew what he was saying, That, and I've always felt that I'm a soul within a physical body, you know, having this experience. But he really, really tries to get you to believe that this isn't our reality, and so there's no reason to worry. Now, it took me many, um, many years to, to kind of put this together mm-hmm. because I was a skeptical person by nature, mm-hmm. um, but it, it clicked, and I learned through my experiences that what he talks about is absolutely truth for me mm-hmm. and for, really, everybody.
1: Beautiful. Avery, on that note, tell us a little bit about how you came to be a sensitive uh, a person doing what you're doing, coming to your beliefs.
3: This started when I was about 10 years old. I would feel things were going to happen, and and most times they happened. I found out, which very few people do find out, what's real and what's not real. And so I've never pushed anything on anyone. But all I can say to you now, your entire life is no more than your ideas about life. And so we, I found out we literally create by energies. When the person begins to find out their whole life is revolved around energies, which take on a form, it's beyond amazing. There's nothing the person cannot have. Nothing. So it's very important to understand who we really are. Because who we see in the mirror, I promise you, is not who you are. When you begin to find out who you really are, life will never be the same again.
1: Mm. Thank you for that. And, you're welcome. And your resolve is clean and clear. And and if you're just joining us right now, tuning in to Marianne Live, Avery and uh, Meg Simona are with us. They've written a book, Avery and Me. An intuitive healer and a skeptical seeker and a life transformer. That's what we're talking about today. Avery, you know, people, I've, I've met, you know, several thousand healers and, and teachers and so forth in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I notice um, with people who are true healers and sensitives is there's this kind of peaceful resolve about this truth. And mm-hmm. somehow, it's as though that resolve becomes embodied. But do you ever waver on that? Do you, are you subject like the rest of us, 2 like, to No. The, to the, how come? How no, like- I'm not,
3: because I've had so many experiences since I did ten years old. The doubt that I did have is totally dissolved. <sighs> you could do things through thought. Everything is no more than a thought. You can do things through thought. That you' That you'd never believe you had these powers, it took me a long time to learn, but what happened to me is everything changed in my life. I've worked with people who got who got rid of cancer. This is not Avery the hero; this is Avery who knows how to work with energies. It is profound. I can only say profound because I don't know what other words
1: to use. mhm, mhm. Well, let's talk about energy. folks. okay. Let's talk. Let's so help us understand what you mean by energy. Okay. Everything
3: that you have in your life now. You've wanted for a very long time. Very long. And you didn't have much faith in it. After a while, it built up, it built up within you where you wanted it and you could practically feel it, but maybe not trust it fully. Mm-hmm. Because of your desires, which are a form of energies, everything changed for you. But if you learn a little more about the
2: energies, you'll never want peace of mind. Mm. Mm. So, Marianne, I just have to say Avery knows nothing about you, but he senses people... (laughs) So he's telling you what he senses
1: about. Oh, he was talking to me?
2: <laughs> he's talking to me. I was actually talking to
1: myself. It felt
3: good. I'm beginning to believe it. He's talking to you. Because
1: I was thinking he was talking to my listeners now. <laughs> like, you are one of the listeners, right? I am. I, well,
3: All right, I was the so listeners. I'm
1: talking, the to, listeners.
3: The, I'm talking <laughs> was, to the listeners.
1: I was listening for, and it's funny, because I want to ask you this question, Meg. When oh. you were talking, what, con- what came forward in me? Avery was. I can remember being a young girl and knowing certain things, mm-hmm. knowing what I wanted, knowing mm-hmm. where I was going, mm-hmm. and this knowing gives me goosebumps everywhere. And yeah. yet, I felt, you know, you're too young. How could you know that? The world is saying this, and people used to say you have such a fire. And I would, I, th- I would think it's not fire. It's just a light. It's like it's a, a knowing. It is a knowing. Which it, you,
3: kid figure out. That's right. So you want to get I, I don't mean to interrupt no, you I do just want to it. help you a little bit. What what you want to under, get a hold of is you want to trust yourself more. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
2: so right. Oh
1: my gosh. All right. So Meg,
2: yes.
1: when did you start to trust yourself because here's the thing in your book you you break down for us these um, topics, very salient to most of our journey, right, when you start to realize, for example, uh, in the beginning of the book, you know, what is healing, Uh, what does it mean, our stories about, our narratives about ourselves, et cetera, et cetera. And you kind of start with your story. I mean, how did you start to really break through and push to the other side? Uh, obviously by meeting Avery, but then there started to become a momentum, at least when I was reading your book, that's what I sensed, a momentum of this trusting yourself.
2: Yeah. One of the things that Avery has said to me time and again is this is not an intellectual endeavor. This is about experiencing something. And when you start to experience it, then it starts to penetrate you in a way where you feel, like you said, goosebumps. You just feel the energy running through your body. The, The goosebumps
3: ...are a sign of truth. Mm. When you get them on your arm, your hair stands up, right? Yes. Okay. Just keep in mind that's a sign of truth. Oh, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) I think you love me. (laughs) I think I love you. (laughs) Well, the other other thing
2: I will tell you is that Avery... (laughs) Avery got me to have fun, to be spontaneous, to laugh. I mean I was so shut down. I remember. He, no, no offense, but I do remember yeah. a little bit. I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and so where it really started I think is when I was talking to him one day and I, I I kinda moved around in my chair and he said, Are you okay? And I said, Well, I'm I have this chronic back problem and I've had it for decades and I've had surgery and I've tried everything and he said, Well, do you want me to do a healing? And I, you know, with a little trepidation, I said, oh, okay, let's try it. And within 20 minutes, I'm not exaggerating, the, inner, the, the pain that was in the lower left of my back shifted to the right side. And I'd never felt that before. And I said, what the heck was that? And he said, that's the energy shifting in your body. We've got to release it. And so within minutes, he did that, and I have not had back problems since. So that was the beginning of an experience that I said, there's got to be something to this. Um, but the big, I think the big story, experience that I had was, you've met my daughter. And yes. I have to say that Avery has worked with my daughter, and he said to her one time, you've got to find somebody to work with in California. She was doing the four-man plan where she would date four men in a in a month. I remember. She did it for a year. Yeah. Because she was desperate to find somebody to love. And uh, she found you that next week, and you worked with her. And the next week she met her her soon-to-be fiancé. Me? Yes, because you just, you, you know, you work with people in relationships. I do. So you and you don't don't she trust I didn't it.
1: know I had an impact
2: you on don't, her. You don't trust you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stop saying that. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> oh my
2: God.
1: Wow, wow.
2: So, so it's true, and and her whole life changed. It absolutely changed. So, um, So she called me one day, and she was sobbing on the phone. And I said, What's happening? And she said, I'm out of, I think she was out of the country at that point. She was traveling. Somebody was in, in her home. Her dog had escaped. He was in the Wild California Wildlife Preserve. There were coyotes and all kinds of wildlife there. And she was desperately afraid that he was going to, to be killed. What do I do? She asked me.
1: Uh, hold that thought. When we come back after the break, we're going to find out what she did, what Meg said, more with Avery. I'm going to try to stop crying we'll be right back, right here on Marianne Live. Don't touch that dial, everybody. Back in just a minute.
4: <laughs> I don't want to date anymore.
5: What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event.
4: Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love.
5: Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship.
4: Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered No no More Love love Life Drama drama for Us.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm relationship expert and radio talk show host, Marianne Camarado. And I'm
5: David Reynolds.
1: We want to talk to you for a minute about the changing world of dating and relationships and how self-inquiry can help. Honey, did you know that 44% of the U.S. population is single and
3: over 50% end in divorce yet?
1: Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com.
4: .com. And there's no cancellation charges, no change fees. For the best deals, even last-minute deals, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Hotels.com.
0: Music, information,
5: and friends. HealthyLife.net.
1: Welcome back to Marianne Live. You know what? The thing I love about this show is we keep it real. It's what's really <laughs> happening. We've got panic attacks on the show. We cry. We, get, we, we want you to have access to information that is applicable to your life. But that includes you too, right? That includes me too. <laughs> Apparently it includes me too because I have tears streaming down my face. Joining us today, Avery. And Margaret Simone, they've written a gorgeous book of awakening, an intuitive healer, a skeptical seeker, and a life transform. That's what we're talking about. Avery, before the break and, and, and uh, Meg, we were talking about uh, your daughter and her awakening, and uh, we had an, uh, a meeting uh, at the farm, and, um, I apparently said something for her that changed her life, uh, that I'm just now finding out of <laughs> having like a wow to. Um, and, and then something happened right before we went to break. You were about to tell us what happened. Please continue.
2: So she called me on the phone, and she was so upset because her beloved rescue dog had escaped, and he lives in a wildlife preserve in California with a lot of wild animals. He's very timid, and she was not available to help him. She could not fly back. And so she just said, what am I to do? And so I said, keep calling me every time you need to. Remember what Avery has taught you. Remember to trust that you've got the answers within you. And I said, I'm going to think about it, too, and we'll get back together. So that night, I went to bed, and I listened to a recording. I taped my conversations with Avery, and I thought there was something in what we had talked about that could help her get over this this anxiety and stress. And as I was listening to it, I had my phone. It was dark. My husband was asleep next to me, and I didn't have my glasses on. And I was just writing some things on the phone Um, that i was hearing from this tape and i went to sleep And the next morning i woke up and there were the red light was flashing saying that i had some messages and one of the first ones that i saw was from somebody in in my company it um that was saying this is very interesting it's a little cryptic are you okay and i thought oh my gosh what the heck is that and then i saw an email from a director on my team and he said meg you got to call me. It's urgent. Call me right away. So before I read anything, I picked up the phone. I talked to him, and he said, whatever you sent out, somebody forwarded to me, and you will not believe what it is. My thoughts that I had captured went out to over, I think it was 43 executives in this very – Conservative financial institution, and I was absolutely, my hair was on fire. I was so embarrassed I couldn't believe it, and I ran into the living room to talk to my husband. And I said, "I do not have their email addresses in my phone. I do not have a distribution list. I did not send this out. What on earth happened? And he said, "Well, why are you so upset?" <laughs> He said, Is there something there that would have been really and I said, Oh my god, we were talking about universal energy and and this is not anything I would have talked to anybody at this company about. And um and so the funny thing was shortly after that, there was a senior executive who sent me an email, and she said she was driving with her husband and she all her, her, she saw the email and she laughed so loud and shrieked that he almost ran off the road and she said she said there are no accidents or coincidences in the universe. This was meant to go out um, and so i so I still don 't know how that happened. It must have been a telepathic email, but my whole life changed after that because I had been trying to retire for many years. I even called one of the HR representatives while she was on vacation to ask if I could get on a list to retire. And she said, no, your um, position is critical for the company. And so I didn't know what to do. And my husband was ill. Um, I needed to take care of him. But we knew we needed the health insurance and we needed the money. And so I went in for my um, annual review with my boss, and it was less than a year after that email went out, and she said to me, um, we're, we're going to have to give you a negative review because the executives don't trust you. And I said, what? I had emails and from them congratulating me on my contributions, on thanking me for working with them. I mean, There's just no way in the world that they wouldn't trust me. And so she said, you have two options. You can quickly uh, build trust with them again, or you can retire now, I wish I had gone, bing, 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 because that's exactly what I wanted, but I was so upset that I had to think about it for a while. But then, of course, I retired. I was with my husband the last year of his life. Um, I, I was able to take care of my grandson. I traveled. I mean, it was my life just started to evolve. Mm. And so that was what I realized is that I had shortly before that email went out, I had asked for help. And my intention was to come out, to share with people what I had learned, to get rid of the anxiety and the fear. And, man, that did it. <laughs> I mean, wow. That's all I needed. That did it. That is a profound, profound story. And, you know,
1: uh, believing what we believe, you know, Avery, you talk about uh, that we all live the life we believe we deserve. Uh, we can't even drop the deserve part. We all live the life we believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't this what your story exemplifies, Meg? That this, this shift, this intention, this asking for help. I need to find my way out of that story, and into a deeper, more meaningful life. Getting rid of that anxiety. May and, I give you a gift? Yes.
3: <laughs> I'll give you a gift. Start loving yourself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Use
1: it in good health. Yes. That's a beautiful gift, and 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 not to deflect from myself or anybody else receiving that gift, but bringing Meg back into that conversation. That's essentially what you started doing, Meg.
2: Oh, right? absolutely, oh. absolutely. I, You're right. You're I just right. lived with such negative thoughts. I would beat myself up all the time. I was a perfectionist. I. Um, you know, I just didn't know which way to turn. And what Avery really showed me is that if I take the mask off and the armor that I had so tightly woven around me and started to be vulnerable and share more of myself and started to spontaneously tell people what I was thinking, even if I was embarrassed or concerned about how they would react, things would shift for me. He promised me, things will shift for you. And he just kept saying, go, go to the I Am Presence. Say, I need help. Help me. This is what I need. And I didn't believe it at first. But when little things started happening, and I have a whole, I mean, there are just so many examples that you start to really understand it and believe it, and your life changes.
3: Yeah. And and you begin to see what's real and
1: what's not real, right? Very few people know that. Yeah. Uh, Would you say, Avery, that this is a lifelong learning process? Yes. I would say this is many lives, yeah. learning
3: process, not just one.
1: Yeah, because I think we can really, a lot of our listeners tuning in are like, you know, I have been at this for so long, and just when I think I've loved myself here, another right. lesson comes. You know, let's yes. talk about that, folks, because this can be very deflating and, and infuriating and, and really um, a challenge to get stuck in that thinking.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know? It came that way through suggestions, sometimes from parents, sometimes from religion, sometimes from whoever. I just want to help you understand none of this is as it appears. And little by little, the person will find that out. And all your
1: fears will never have any truth to them. I'm not making anything up. No, I I don't imagine that you are. It is evident. And I, I can stand testimony To seeing you, Meg, before Mm -hmm. remembering um, some conversations that we had, and I remember having the thought when I looked at you of the frozen performance posture and the intellectualized. Yeah, you know that—that's what you, where you got rewarded. It was your identity, and I remember looking at you, feeling she's trying to break out of that.
2: Yes, oh, desperately. And desperately, right, desperately, and you have, and you have broken yeah. free, you know. Yeah, I, the thing that is, has been so amazingly rewarding to me is Avery's worked with my husband, with my daughter, with mm-hmm. my son. We all have experienced these inexplicable experiences that, but we know they're true.
1: Yeah. When we come and back it, after the break, we're going to talk about them. I call them proof. Proof, exactly. You know, um, yeah. a proof. And we need some more proof. When we come back, we're going to talk about some of those stories with Megan Avery right here on Marianne Live. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.
4: I don't want to date anymore.
5: What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well... I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event.
4: Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love.
5: Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship.
4: Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now.
5: We've ordered No No More more Love Life Life Drama Drama for us. Shh, over here. Here's a secret for a virus-free computer, ESET.
0: Did you know that in seven minutes you might save $522 in car insurance? Well, this makes sense, since 21st Century Insurance's company's website has been rated number one in responsiveness by Keynote. Serving customers in 1958, 21st Century Insurance has a 24-7 online policy and claim service. You can get a quote fast and easy, so get your quote by visiting HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click right on the 21st Century Insurance banner. More exhilarating talk,
3: HealthyLife.net.
1: You're Yeah, Welcome back, everybody. We're so glad you're here. You know, this is such a deep and real conversation. We're talking about an ontological potential shift for you. How you experience reality. Uh, the epistemological shift, how we know what we know. This is a radical shift that can happen. We're calling it awakening. It may not be at one point. Meg, your story is representative of many of our stories of how we were introduced. Avery, you talked about this through parents, through society, through survival mechanisms of how the personality is programmed to survive and perform in the Western culture. We are addicted to performance, and it's how we get our sense of self. Undoing that can be painful, laborious, take a lifetime, as you said, Avery. Lifetimes. However, the good news is, one little bit of truth, I don't know about you, I got a nice dose of it this morning, and it just cracks open. You just yeah. start bawling, and you just start seeing <laughs> more of who you are, right? Right.
2: <laughs> so true. It
1: is. So we want to tell some more stories that are just going to blow you all away. Some crazy stories. We've told you several
2: already. I mean, you know, but let's keep going, Meg. You had a story in mind. Well, um after the email and the retirement story, um I was talking about my daughter and um, we met at this horse farm, and you worked with her, and she met her husband and um, through that and within nine months, they were married, mm-hmm. and they had a baby boy um, uh, a few years later and uh the day she brought him home he had a, she had a heart attack, and um I was so she called me in the middle of the night. Luckily, I wasn't far, and she said, You have to rush home. Something's wrong with me. And I said, What on earth is happening? And she said, I think I'm having a heart attack. Well, her father had just died of heart failure four months before. So in, in our minds, you know, you can imagine, we were just absolutely panicked. Um, and so I rushed there. Uh, her husband got the baby um he um i drove the car she was just saying go through the red light keep going keep going we've got to get there we've got to get there and sure enough she was having a heart attack it's called um spontaneous artery coronary dissection or sad and it happens when um usually post um after women have babies and their hormones are going crazy and they're under a lot of stress well she had been under a lot of stress from her father passing away and 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 other things and so um it just happened that in that small hospital, which is about two miles from where you are actually, um, there was a cardiologist who had someone come in, a young woman who had a SCAD episode, it's very rare, three months before, and so he knew not to do any kind of invasive um, procedure, and he saved her life. And we had talked about, you know, just continue to trust, continue to ask for help, you know, and it hard to do that when you're in the middle of something so devastating but she now is flying all over the world she's a wildlife conservation veterinarian she has this adorable child she loves her husband loves her family loves what she does i mean she can't have any more children because of this she she's got the perfect life for her and she never did so it's just it's just trusting and and to be able to Allow yourself to trust is so hard. I mean, it just took me so long. But if you do it with little things and they start to to happen, then it starts to grow on itself, you know? Yes, I do. And as a matter of fact, and thank you for sharing that very
1: moving story. Uh, I'll tell you, it takes me back to when we were on the ranch. And, Avery, this will speak to the work that you're teaching us all I remember saying to your daughter, it is your very attitude that is creating the closed vibe in your life. Right. Imagine him, see him. We just had this, I, again, goosebumps. I said, that which you seek is seeking you.
2: Yes, exactly. And she
1: literally chills all over my body right now. And her eyes brightened and she started to cry. And there was this moment of like, oh, my God, right? Like that. And this is how it worked.
3: She was actually searching for herself.
2: She was, yeah,
3: definitely. She was looking for herself. And when Avery that. said,
2: "Look for somebody, look for somebody to work with in California," you literally showed up in her life. She opened herself to it. So it's just—is that how it happens? It's amazing. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm
1: amazed. <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> you're
3: wrong. Too. It's not amazing. It? It's normal energies. We send them out, and we get back what
1: we send out. All right. So, how about a challenge? May Go. I? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. because I I can hear some of the listeners, you know, like what we used to maybe do, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe oh, yeah. for you, but yep, yep, what yep. about I you know, I was brought up in the hood and, you know, and my parents right. were drug addicts and they beat me and, yeah. you know, which by the way has happened to a yeah, lot of us. That. Uh, I, you know, I, I, the, my circumstances define who I am. I live in another excuses, country. Ex- excuses, and excuses, excuses, excuses,
3: excuses. Would, would, you,
2: would you explain how you grew up? That's really how you can. Do. This is an effort. <laughs> I, I grew up with a man that was
3: very, very heavily in the mob. We're talking major leagues, and so I've seen quite a few things as a youngster. When the person is ready to actually make a move when the desire is within the body, nothing that they went through when they were children will make any difference. These are no more than excuses.
1: I'm right there with you. I got you. Yeah. I got you and and then sometimes we feel like when we say that to people you you're insulting them or not honoring their journey or you know but it's like I just can't support that because like you Avery like a lot of us you, you something inside you makes you go anyway okay. Leave anyway sleep you know in the car is? do you know what it is what is it there's
3: an old saying only when one is ready is one ready
1: yeah period There we go there we go yeah. all right so we pick up the call, or we don't. So people pick up the call. <laughs> right? Oh my goodness! All right, some more proof stories, Meg, for you. We we haven't talked about your husband's passing. Would Would it feel okay for you to share this this really uh, some bits about this this deep and profound relationship that you had and and how your awakening really has affected the the transition of him moving to another dimension.
2: Mm. Oh, There's so many things I could talk about. Um, So he and I were um, together for 36 years, um, and we loved each other dearly. That doesn't mean we didn't have our challenges. We did, but um, his leaving was just devastating to me. Um, But he had... um, a family history of heart failure and unfortunately um he knew that at a very young age his father died when he was i think 42 his brother when he was 44 his sister when she was 62 so he had in his thoughts that this was going to be his demise i didn't know that because he never shared that with me but i learned at the very end that that was the case and so when you have these feelings like you're you know you're you're not going to be able to 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 fight it that's that's what happens um, but when he was admitted to the hospital he stayed there for 10 months at the very end and they, um, they unfortunately he was trying to get ready for a heart transplant and so they put in a ventricular assist device which keeps your, your heart pumping with a remote device or with a device that's external to your body and um And he defied so many odds because he worked with Avery and he knew that if he allowed himself to go down a path where he thought he was going to die, then that's what was going to happen. And so he became, they told me um, in the palliative care unit that he became the mystery man because there were so many things they told him that... They told him he was going to have to um, have uh, kidney replacement. So, I mean, and he just beat the odds, and they would scratch their heads. Yeah. Amazing. No, it's
1: natural energy. <laughs> it is amazing. Well, I'm an old dog, but we can all learn some new tricks here on Marianne Live. Don't touch that dial. When we get back, we're going to talk with Avery about what we can do in this moment. How we can expand where we are, whether we're frightened, whether we feel like our circumstances are holding us back. We're going to make that shift right here together when we get back right after these messages.
4: I don't want to date anymore.
5: What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well... I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event.
4: Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love.
5: Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship.
4: Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered No More more Love Life life Drama for us.
0: MarianneLive.com is where you can go to keep up to date with what and where. Relationship expert, author, and radio host Marianne Camarado is appearing next. Besides Marianne's three radio shows weekdays on HealthyLife.net, you can find out details about upcoming or ongoing seminars and workshops. How about information for ordering copies of books or DVDs? That's also available at marianlive.com. Find out about CORE Certification, Certificate of Responsible Relationships, wwwmarianlivecom CORE Certification, Learning Tools to Attract, Build, and Sustain Great Relationships. Also sign up for Marianne's newsletter to be informed about upcoming events and possible workshops or speaking engagements in the Northern California area, www.mariannelive.com. Dot net, the positive radio network.
1: People, dual awareness is what I'm talking about. How do you pat your head and rub your tummy? How do you have a radio show and be having a spiritual experience? <laughs> uh, we do it here. We can all do it. I have to be an example of that. I am with just two remarkable beings who are standing for embodying what it means to be awakened, to have the courage to uh, find a teacher, to reach out, which Meg has done, to find someone to help her uh, on her journey of awakening and embodying that, sharing that gorgeous story with us all. And Avery, to to be uh, a light amidst a lot of shadow and darkness and to be saying to us, this is natural. You are energy. You need to change your beliefs, and you'll do it when you're ready.
3: When are you going to find out that you're also a light? When will you accept that?
1: Yeah, okay. No, yeah isn't the answer. <laughs> I don't know if you're talking to me or to my people, but <laughs> i got a show to do here, man. <laughs>
3: Next time, i have more tissues with
1: you. Yeah, they're for my people, right? <laughs> so, right, so if you're listening, you're tuning in, and the thing is that we, we need each other. We need to awaken, and like you're doing, Meg, shine your light.
2: And yes. that's what you're
1: saying to me, Marianne. Because you do that. You do shine your light, you but you never give yourself any
3: true credit. You may feel it for the moment to feel good, but that's not enough. Okay. You have to live what you know, not know it.
2: I, I was just going to tell you that, um, just to give you a little bit of um, of my background so people feel like, I just didn't have everything, and then suddenly yeah, it didn't exactly.
1: Anyways, um,
2: My father was an alcoholic. He would abuse my mother. Um, there were five girls. We, um, we, we had, they had money originally. He lost it all. Um, my mother had to leave um, our house and take us, and we rented this small apartment. Um, we couldn't get into our house that we were supposed to, and it, it was just. That's where a lot of my anxiety started. I just never felt safe. And so everybody has their own story. And, and Avery has explained to me, and his story is more extreme not mine is, but um, we all have our stories, and some are worse than others. But once you realize that's all it's it. it is, it's just a story. It's not truth. Um, then you start to realize, my God, I can change my story. That's right. Any time you want.
1: And that's right. So let's talk. We're coming up to the top of the hour. One of my favorite bits about what you both are offering is that the emotion that you feel is part and parcel of where we need to go talk about the the the, the, the role of emotion where most of us are so frightened of it like right now i'm holding back my tears because it's not appropriate and in some ways we need to be able to do that but, but it is just, appropriate we're, we're so afraid something wrong that's right yeah, yeah. want to
3: yeah. cry cry
1: yeah why do we do that avery from fear
3: People will say, well, look, at they don't know what they're talking about and why can't she control herself. These emotions are actually what causes illness. First the emotions, and then it will be followed by other ideas. But it's absolutely the emotions that kill people.
1: Yeah. What do we do about it? Let's leave folks. Well, you need something. to learn who you are. Yeah. That's what you do about it. And who we are are emotional Feeling, body, we are feelings. are divine
3: beings that have forgotten who we are. Get a hold of it because you'll know freedom like you've never known before and you'll see the fallacy
1: of all these things. Oh. Okay, it's pretty straightforward, people. Get a hold of yourself, love yourself, feel your feelings, snap out of it. Yeah, what the hell is wrong with you? All right, we are coming to the top of the hour. Meg. Okay. What do you both,
2: we'll start with you, Meg. What do you want to leave us with today? You've brought us so much. Uh, I think um, it, it, what I'd like to leave with your audience is more of a suggestion um, to Open yourself to the possibility or the idea that there is this infinite wisdom that resides in each of us, and it's waiting to be awakened. I mean, it's waiting there, mm-hmm. and it's it's worth every ounce of trust you can muster to uh, to connect with it because your life will change so dramatically and be so meaningful. You will not even you, you can't even imagine it at the moment. So that, that's what I'd leave them with. That's
1: gorgeous.
3: Thank you. How about you, Avery? I would simply say you're always safe. People don't feel safe. If the person finds out a little more about what life is about, they'll find out what safe means, and they won't live in fear. Mm-hmm. There'll be no need for fear.
1: That's powerful advice. May it be so. How do we get a hold of you people? Meg, we can get a copy of both of your books wherever fine books are sold, Amazon.com. Amazon.com, yeah. Okay. And we have a website that we want to share with people. Um, Where do we want to send them to, Meg? It's glass-full.me. Glass-full.me for more information. Adri, are you working with the public these days? Yes. Okay. Very much so. How are you doing that, and how can people get a hold of you?
3: Make them you aware that they've done nothing wrong. They've been told they've done things
2: wrong. But they haven't. F- yes. But how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, how do
1: we find you so you can help uh, individuals and workshops, that kind well, uh, right of Right now, right now I'm in prison. You're in prison. Well, if you want to see me, <laughs> he's not really in prison. No, we he know that. He's just kidding. He's very funny, a very funny intuitive.
3: <laughs> and we all. I'm so that. funny
1: that you cry. Yeah. <laughs> I am funny. Yes, you are funny, and we all like that. We could use a little more levity. Yes. Uh, for, yes. for more information, laugh at yourself, please. Oh yes. For more. Liberally, where can we get a hold of you? You have a website for us.
2: Uh, they are putting up a website, and so we'll send
1: that to you. Is that good? Yeah, and that's we- perfect. For now, go to glass-full.me for more information. In the meantime, get a copy of Avery and Me. You don't want to miss the opportunity to be in touch with, especially during these times, something real, something that when you read, you can feel it in your bones, the truth of it. yourself. Yeah, and chills. Chills and chills. And as it turns out, I was part of the story and didn't even know it. Okay? That's what's hilarious right. to, you me. Spoke to me. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, this is amazing. All right, folks. We're going to go to break. We're going to come back for our wrap in just a minute. Thanks for joining us. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com.
4: Stuff, stuff, stuff. Where can I contain all of my stuff?
1: Everybody. What a special treat. Meg and Avery were with us today. Can you feel it? it? You will never be the same, and you need to get a copy of the book, Avery and Me. Uh, ah, I'm still trying to catch my breath here. Okay, third part of our practice, go do something for somebody else that's good, and don't let them know you did it. I love that piece of the practice. Spread the love. Get them a copy of this book. Whatever it means, buy somebody a cup of T in line in front of you. Whatever it is, go so do it. And uh next week please join us again. Holly Parker's gonna be with us. She wrote a book called If We're Together, Well, Why Do I Feel So Alone? Don't say anything, Avery.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) know. I know. I I caught you. you. I know, exactly.
1: (laughs) Join us next time. In the meantime, don't forget, I've got a couple workshops coming up. I'm working with The Shadow this weekend, dancing with The Shadow here in California, in Southern California, coming up in May. Going to be doing a workshop there. I know you like to work with us, too. So let us know uh, that you want to join us, Marionlive.com for more information. See you next time, everybody.